Welcome back to Would You Gaming. During this time that typically would have been E3's time to shine, we of course are missing that and all companies seem to be doing their own little thing and no particular time frame if we're looking at one developer in particular, Nintendo, and what they're putting out there. They don't seem to be following any schedule, but everybody seems to be getting their announcements out there announcing some games that they are planning to launch within the next 12 months or even further out than that. Undoubtedly, we will see some delays with that. We've had so many announcements, and I've been meaning to sit down and record some of these, but I've just been busy with everything else going on. So I figured we might as well sit down today and discuss last week's Nintendo Direct Partner Showcase Mini, which was anything other than Mini because there were some big hitters there, and I want to just discuss those with you guys go over the highlights and discuss what I am looking forward to out of this presentation the absolute most. But first, if you're new here, make sure you give us a follow on one of our social platforms. We're on YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. may expand beyond that at some time in the future, but those platforms are enough as it is at this time, and I heard TikTok's going to be shutting down, so there'll be one less we actually have to deal with there so no complaints with me here but give us a follow on one of those if you have any ideas of how we can improve the podcast or how we might expand any topics you would like to see us cover shoot us a dm on one of those platforms or at our business email woodyougaming at gmail.com but jumping right into things the first title we saw as i stated was monster hunter rise sunbreak the dlc the much anticipated dlc for monster hunter rise since it was announced i've been looking forward to this i've been looking for an opportunity to jump back in i did not even finish all the hunts that were available in rise but when this came about i knew that there was going to be more newer monsters that i had not seen before and i just couldn't resist that my friend philip and i have had such fun running through these games in local co-op and i cannot wait till we can get on this i spent the entirety of the weekend on this so the announcement for Sunbreak that they gave us actually was more of a roadmap than anything. It was kind of strange to me that we were getting information in a direct about DLC that was dropping two days later. But after the end of the presentation, it makes a little bit more sense. Since this is a roadmap showing what is going to be happening going forward, the first title update is actually going to come in August. And that is going to be the Seething Geis, the Lucient Narakuga. I may butcher some of these names. Do forgive me if I do. I love the game. I don't claim to love the pronunciation or have it down pat. They're also going to be new locales, special species of monsters, and rare species of monsters. There's also coming a fall free title update. There are going to be two rare species and subspecies monsters along with powered up monsters. Followed by winter. There's a free title update again. Three special species monsters and powered up monsters. Finally, winter and 2020... That's coming in winter, actually. And then in 2023, we have more free updates. So it is nice to see that even though we have this substantial update from Sunbreak, that there is still going to be continued support for this beyond that. One of my favorite things thus far about the change is the ability to switch between skill sets. Because I've stuck with the same skill sets since I started the game. And I'm beginning to branch out a little bit more. I've not changed weapon types. I might do that going forward. At some point, but I'm going to stick with my longsword at this time. Probably going to sit down after I've had a couple more days to just immerse myself in this and fully finish it and sit down and discuss what I feel about it overall as well. Following this, and this one very much surprised me, this announcement. 
because if you would have asked me if this game could have run on the Nintendo Switch, I probably would have pointed towards a cloud version like some other games that we've seen in the past. But surprisingly, this is going to be a native version that's near Automata, the end of the Yorha edition. That's coming out on October 6th. This is a very fast-paced JRPG game. I played a little bit of it on the PlayStation 4, but I kind of got bored with it. I, I didn't know where I was supposed to go, wandering around. I just didn't feel it was for me. It was okay, and it was fun. The fast-paced gameplay was fun and fluid. Of course, it's a Platinum Games title, I believe, so they their strengths show through there. I just couldn't get into it for whatever reason. Bomberman, Super Bomberman 2R features a new mode called Castle Mode, where 15 players try to reach a treasure, and then one defends coming in 2023. So that seems to be Bomberman's take on the Battle Royale type system, albeit in a much smaller scope than you would see in like the 100 characters. So that should be interesting, not a big Bomberman fan here, but more, to, more power to you if you like that. Next up, Capcom showed off. Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. It's going to come with all of the titles originally released on the Game Boy Advance. Ten of those titles in all. It's going to come next year. They're even going to split this up like they did with the X and the Legacy Collection where there's a Volume 1 and a Volume 2 if you purchase this digitally. I can't wait for this. I was very excited for this. This was on a list on the podcast when I was talking about games that should come to the Game Boy Advance titles. Uh, the uh, That's the the Game Boy Advance service whenever Nintendo does get around to that, and I still do believe that's coming eventually. I'm very happy that we're going to be able to play these much earlier than that in a hopefully more pristine form. I know they're putting uh, banners on the side, different banners you can do on the side. Some of the games aren't that great, but I do look forward to jumping into this and playing through them because I haven't played through one of these titles since my it was I was in middle school or high school. I played one of these. A friend of mine had a copy. I played a little bit of it, and it was a lot of fun, so I look forward to that a lot. A remake of Pac-Man World, Repack, is coming in 2023. This looks like an interesting enough platformer title. May check this out, may not. If it goes on sale, who knows? A fawn and wolf cub work together in a black and white artistic world featuring local and online co-op in Blanc. That comes February 2023. It's a console exclusive from Gearbox. The art style of this looks very interesting. It would be nice to see what the gameplay loop is all about because we were only shown a little bit of this. Maybe it'll be for you, maybe it will not. Return to Monkey Island will arrive later this year. And I know I have seen a lot of content creators out there who post that they just love Monkey Island or Return to Monkey Island. I've never played these titles myself. The only point-and-click title I ever, ever really got into was the Phoenix Wright series, and that's because I am always wanted to be a lawyer, so that kind of draws me in there. There's the loop for me. Maybe I'll check this out if uh, if it gets high enough for you view scores and raved about enough. Uh, next, one of the bigger hits from this title, that was the Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope. They got a longer presentation for that. Combat displayed show dashing through enemies, using bomb bombs to target a group of enemies, and showcasing some of the weapons available to each character. It's coming out October 20 in another showcase from Ubisoft. It actually came the next day, and they showed a little bit more of the combat here. There's no grid. The characters are different enough. There are melee characters. There are attackers who are ranged, and then there are like sharpshooters. Like Luigi has a bow and arrow, so he is a sharpshooter. We have people like Mario who are general attackers. They have two pistols and can attack multiple people. 
rabid Luigi was able to have a shot chain between multiple characters, about three characters. And there are also different abilities that can be activated for each of these characters that are unique to them. Bowser joins this this fight as well. There's also another melee character. I forget the name of it. I had it written down. Apparently that didn't send through when I tried to email it to myself. I've got to go back and finish the first one in the DLC myself. I'm a fan of tactics-based games, but I have a habit of picking them up and never playing them. Looking at Triangle Strategy now, over here sealed in the wrapper, and it's one of the best strategy games there is. A spiritual successor to Final Fantasy Tactics. I really got to make time for that. But nonetheless, this is coming out later this year. Anybody's been waiting on that. Little Noah Scion of Paradise is a roguelite action platformer that dropped later that day of that of the mini direct looked okay rail grade is a railroad tycoon game enough said there coming this fall rpg time the legend of right that's w-r-i-g-h-t is a hand-drawn game where you it's taking place in a notebook where you must draw a race and solve puzzles that's going to come august 18th not necessarily my cup of tea but it's interesting enough sonic frontiers was shown off a bit more than Sega was able to. They showed some of the cyberspace places, which are more classic levels like you would experience from the Sonic 2000 title. I am not sold on Sonic Frontiers. I don't know what it is. The game just doesn't look like it's going to be a ton of fun to me. It looks okay, don't get me wrong. There doesn't appear to be anything wrong with it. But when I see the gameplay loop, I'm like, what is going to draw me in? And I, I like a myriad of different games, so I'm not necessarily hooked on, oh, it's got to be a JRPG, it needs to be, my character needs to have spiky blonde hair, spiky purple hair. I'm not very specific in that way. It just does not look like it's going to be that much fun to me. The classic Sonic games were fun, and Sonic 2000 was fun as well to an extent. I just don't see it here. Maybe I'm just judging it too harshly and need to pick it up, though. Maybe it will exceed my expectations. I can only hope so. We'll see if it ever goes on a steep discount or anything. We'll see what those review scores look like when it finally launches. Oh, and another thing. I had seen speculation that this might not actually come to Switch on Twitter. This definitely puts a hole in those those little theories there. Just deflates every bit of that. Because we have it on a Nintendo Partner Direct Mini Showcase. Unless it goes the way of Doom Eternal, which even... It got a physical release from Limited Run, I believe. That's coming up as well. Disney Dreamlight Valley is a village sim game that is sure to have many, many microtransactions. Cook, fish, adventure, all on September 6th with the early access game. Can't say I'm going to be interested in that. I love games like Animal Crossing, but after a while it does become repetitive and I have had my fill of that. And I kind of feel like that's where I'm at with Animal Crossing. I've set it down for over a year, and I've not gone back. Maybe I'll get that itch. Maybe, maybe not. At this point, I don't really care. They're not updating it anymore beyond the Happy Home design, which I really did not care about. But hey, if you're looking for another game and Animal Crossing is just it's not doing it for you anymore, this might be up your alley. Live Alive. A demo drop for this the day of the Direct. You can play in the Twilight Edo Japan, Imperial China, and the Distant Future chapters. They're all playable in Light Square's recent demos that they've put out. You are able to carry over your progress to the full game. And this will drop towards the end of July, of course. We've already had plenty of in information about this. And I am apprehensive about this. I hope it is a good game. I feel like it is going to be the 
successor to Octopath that we never got, and that's where they came up with the idea for that game. I hope that it has the quality writing and gameplay loop that that game actually had that drew me in so much that made me want to play it to completion. Need to go back and finish that final boss, though. He is kind of a beast. Doraemon, story of seasons, friends of the great kingdom, sees you farming, fishing, eating, and even doing all of this in local co-op. That's going to come later this year. We see a whole lot of farming sim games on the Switch, and this is no exception. If you're a fan of that anime, then this might be right up your alley. I've seen a little bit of Doraemon. It's not necessarily my thing. My kid thought it was all right, but she wasn't enamored with it either. That, of course, will come later this year. Minecraft Legends blends Minecraft and action strategy gameplay that's coming later this year. Kind of looks like tower defense, kind of. But it did not show a whole lot of it. It wasn't a great deal of overview. So only time will tell what this game is all about. Don't think I'll be jumping into it. I did get Minecraft Dungeons, but that was just because it was a 2D, like, a 2D action co-op adventure. You could play a couch co-op, and I thought it was interesting. Got kind of repetitive, but we'll see if this one fleshes out the formula a little bit better than that. Dragon Quest Treasure sees you recruiting monsters to help you to journey to find treasures, of course. You get to use monster abilities to traverse the land or reach areas that are otherwise unreachable. We saw that you could bounce off of a slime to reach a higher area. You could glide, so on and so forth. I don't believe we saw any like monsters swimming around. We'll have to wait and see. I don't recall. That's coming out on December 9th. Next up, we had a sizzle reel. Fire Emblem's Three Hope. Don't know why they showed that off as it came out the day before the release, but oh well, there it is. No Man's Sky comes October 7th. I hope the visual fidelity holds up to some of what we saw on the PlayStation 4 and, and the Xbox One. I have to imagine this is going to be a fun game, and I really hope that we have local co-op. I'll probably pick up two copies of this. That is the case, and then my daughter and I can... Just fly around space and zone out, because that sounds like a good time to me. I don't know about you, I'm a big fan of space exploration and flying around in ships in general. Pilots, I, I don't, I don't know. I've just got some kind of fascination with that. I'll probably pick up two copies of this. Though, it sounds like, as long as that that uh, local co-op is available. A Plague Tale Requiem Cloud version. Key words there. Cloud version. Steer clear. Coming out October 18th. Not you. Not that you catch my hard-earned dollars anywhere near that. Captain Velvet Meteor, the Jump Plus Dimensions, comes July 28th. This looks interesting to me, despite this ridiculous name. An isometric, possibly turn-based strategy game. Again, this was a part of the Sizzle Rule. They didn't show a whole lot about this. It's, I feel like if you would have showed a little bit more about this game, then we probably would have been a little bit more excited for that. The Portal Companion Collection, which I have not finished Portal 2 yet. That dropped after the Direct. If you're a fan of Portal, it's self-explained. I've heard that there are people that are actually able to boot up Half-Life in, Half in that game. Though it is a very janky version of the game. Harvest Stella is a game by Square Enix where it sees you farming and you go through life. You farm, battle, cook, collect materials, usual farm sim stuff. It's a fantastical world where you see different seasons pass by leading up to the season of quietus which is the season of death your crops will wither people won't go outside life will be threatened and you must find a way in this game to prevent the season of death and prevent from causing problems for your home this looks okay to me 
it's it's right there on an impulse buy area for me. So if it drops low enough, I might pick this up, but I have a feeling it's going to drop at a full $60 value and I can't see or justify dropping that amount of money on it. It also didn't say if there would be some kind of co-op in this. If you add co-op in this, I feel like the value immediately goes up. Because at that point, I'll buy two copies, and you've got double your sales, and I will play it in local co-op if you allow that. So Square Enix, help me out there. Finally, 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 one of the announcements that really had me hyped up. I was pretty hyped throughout this whole showcase as we did see a good bit of stuff shown off here. And I was so happy to have the tier of announcements we had, despite us getting some of this DLC some of these titles that we're releasing in a couple days or had already been out. We did get some substantial announcements here. Of course, the Sparks of Hope got the roadmap for Monster Hunter Rise, the demo for Live Alive, and this big announcement that then just cemented this as one of the best directs I've seen in a while, at least in the last six months. Until you show me Breath of the Wild or that double pack for, what is it, Wind Waker and... Twilight Princess, when you show me those, it might top this, but you're going to need some other things with this. Just because this last title and the subsequent titles that are going to come behind it carry such weight. There's such games that I love so much, games that I just love to play on, that I'm going to sink another 120 hours into the Switch version. Of course, I am referring to Persona 5 Royal. If you have not played this game and you like JRPGs, I don't know what you've been doing your whole life. I'm going to just say that this game has been out since the PlayStation 3. I played the original on the PlayStation 4, Platinum That Guy. Turned around when Royal came out, picked that up, Platinum That Guy. Bought a PlayStation TV just so I could play Golden, and then my save data kept erasing, so I haven't been back to it since. Persona 5 Royal is coming to the Nintendo Switch on October 21st. It is insane to me that this chunky of a title is going to be able to run on the Switch. I really hope that the visual fidelity is up there and they employed some people who knew what they were doing when they put this out. Because I love these games. I love the Persona titles. Persona Royal in particular is the pinnacle of Persona gaming. If you have not played it, you need to pick this game up. It is a dedication of time. You're going to have to set aside some time. If you want to complete this game and do everything, you're looking at 120 plus hours. It is ridiculously long. It is a JRPG slash classroom sim. I highly recommend it. And beyond that, we get Persona 4 Golden and Persona 3 Portable sometime next year. If you are a Persona fan, you are eating good right now. I have to tell you, when I saw this, my jaw hit the floor. I was so excited. I was like, you know what? This, this, this sells the showcase for me. The mini, mini direct, my foot, nothing mini about this. This thing was substantial, stacked to the brim with big developers, big titles. Titles that are going to sell like gangbusters on the Nintendo Switch. Persona 4 Golden and Persona 3 Portable, in particular, I've never played them. I can't wait to pick them up next year. I look forward to this. And this had me so excited. I am so ready. I don't know about you guys. What was your favorite announcement out of this whole thing? There was quite a lot to be thankful for. Whether you're looking forward to Rabbids Plus Battle, Monster Hunter Rise's DLC's roadmap. Whether you wanted to see Live Alive having a demo where you could play three parts of the story. Or, if you're like me and you saw that Persona 5 Royal trailer and you're like, man, this is it's just a good time, man. Take my money, second. Take it, take it, take it. But anyway, thank you for tuning in to hear me ramble about these games that I so enjoy that I 
will sink so much of my time into that I will not have time to play them all, unfortunately. Let me know what your favorite part of the announcement was. If anything we could do to improve this, if you like what you're hearing, reach out to us on one of our platforms or, as I said, uh, woodyougaming at gmail.com. I hope you guys enjoy.